everyone, and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I'm joined this evening with my good buddy Frank in Austin. Frank, how are you doing? What's up, Brian? How are you? I'm doing dandy. I'm going to have that as my new job. That's good. I like You should probably... You should put that as a drop, mm-hmm. and then whenever I say, how are you, you could just hit the drop. Da-da-da-da-da-da-dandy. You know? Are you fucking producing this show now, Frank? Is that what I'm you're doing saying, right I mean, now? I, the hell. would be pretty The hell. Pretty I thought we clearly defined roles at the beginning of this year. Okay. It'd be pretty slick. I'm not trying to impose. Your fucking area of expertise are dad jokes, and... I, there was something else. It's at the tip of my tongue. About it. About I think it. it involved showing up on time. And that was. Well, dad jokes, showing up on time and virtue signaling, I think is the other thing I do well. Oh, yeah. That's why you carry that bat signal around in your pocket. That's right. That's right. God damn it. I hate that term. All right. <laughs> I know you hate the term. That's why I said it. <laughs> we had a whole discussion about the term. <laughs> so fucking dumb. I think we might need to start recording our Saturday night happy hours because then like oh. I've been, you know, it, it's been a while since I've updated my resume. Resum- God damn. It's been a while since I've updated my resume. You know, I figure, you know, I'm just yeah, shit I, I don't think the Saturday night happy hours are going to update any resumes around our parts. No, I think like, honest, honestly, it's just evidence in any, any <laughs> conundrums we find ourselves in <laughs> further evidence. It's exhibit B in anything that we've done. Yana, <laughs> listen to this tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this is this a thirty five year old playing Never Have I Ever? Yes, <laughs> is that what's it is. happening here. <laughs> and well, I mean, hey, in all honesty, find a better game to play via Zoom. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, listen, Mrs. Brian and I, well, mainly her. She's been hitting me with more two truths and a lie, and she won't tell mm. me which ones they are. So I'm I'm getting a full week's worth of pissed off, but I've combated that. That that my friend, hold on. Can we just before we move on from that statement? The worst fucking game ever invented. Two truths and a lie. Absolutely, absolutely, bar none. Like well, you remember how I ended it, right? <clears throat> just tell them mm-hmm. some shit that is so it's so much minutia thrown into a single sentence. You're just like I. Was it two yeah, or three times? I don't know. The, the problem with two truths and a lie as a game is the fact that the person suggesting always has about two lined up, okay? And then after the two, you're going nowhere because everybody else is on the spot trying to think of something. You know, it's, 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 uh, that, that game sucks. This is the worst. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What There's no flow gonna... to it. There's no oh. flow to it. No. Uh, so to get back at my wife, my wife, I decided to show her some of my favorite YouTube videos, uh, main, the, the content video producers. One of them is Guga Foods, who started out as sous vide every day. And then he started doing these like super like high-end steak videos. Anyway, he's really cool. Uh, he's from Brazil, and he goes through all these different ways to make steak on his show, okay. on his, on his uh, YouTube page. Uh, only steak Guga foods uh, it's mainly anything grilled it's mainly meats okay. so mostly steak sometimes we'll do chicken once mm-hmm. he did a turkey and it was weird but it was fine he, he's dude he's a, a hoot to listen to anyway he has a catchphrase where he's like preparing the meats and he's like well we got everything seasoned and, we, and we're ready to throw it on the grill so let's do it and he says it the same way no matter what the fuck he's talking about he always 
let's do it. So I have been walking around the house and just throwing in, let's do it, into everything that I do. I was like, the dishes are clean, the plates are dry, so it's time to put up the, put, put up the dishwasher. So let's do it. And I opened the dishwasher and started undoing plates. Tonight I like seasoned some uh, fajita chicken. I was making fajita, uh, chicken fajitas on the grill. I was like, the chicken's seasoned, the grill's hot, we're ready to cook, so let's do it. She stopped what she was doing to stare at me and give me the the nastiest stink eye I have ever received. And I was like, "Well, you know what? There's two truths and a lie." You know, so here's here's the deal, right? When you're dealing with a a a comeback, if you will, mm. you've you've got to find something that's equally as annoying and equally as passive aggressive. Oh, yeah, that you're willing to stick with. Right. Oh no, this hill I will gladly 90, die on. Ninety percent of the time, I'm not willing to stick with it. Oh. But if you find the thing, it's like it's heaven because you can keep doing it. No, I hope and, on my deathbed that I'm, I look at her and I go, "My dick stopped working. My heart's ready to quit. Bride's about to die. Let's do it." And those will be my yeah. last words. I'll be I'll be fine with that. <laughs> no, I think fine. you've cornered the market on. <laughs> capturing that cap that catchphrase in the house in our friends group because now anybody does it right this is on hard disc okay we record straight to cd-rom here oh i have vinyl it's straight to vinyl and then i uh, we've got multiple options i live in denton so we yeah. have vinyl options this isn't going away brian's captured the corner in this market um, there's there's no way for anybody else to come in with the let's do it catchphrase. <laughs> um, it's just it's been it's been had. So yeah, good on you, Brian. That was a good one, and I'd say uh, use it liberally. Oh, I plan li- on it as liberally as you can. I think I think this is how we're gonna. Oh, well, you get a nice little door chime on meet whenever someone joins. Hey, uh, Willem. <laughs> Willem actually just posted the same thing. <laughs> what? The PS5 reveal. Oh, that's what you're showing right now. The router <laughs> with two, with two pieces of paper next to it. What he's talking about? Did you post? Did he post it on Facebook? Is that? What I don't you're know. It showed, it? When Villem showed up to the chat, that's what showed for me. Oh, it may have been from my presentation. Uh, earlier. lingering. Yeah. Ah. No, Villem, welcome to the Brian, show, Brian. Did you have to let it linger? R.I.P. Right. Frank is still wearing his black armband for that chick. That's right. Hasn't taken it off since. Willem, how are you doing this evening up in Tulsa town? Good. Are we hot right now? Oh, we're hot, baby. The mics are on. Cooking with gas. The mics are on. Willem's ready. So let's Mm -hmm. let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Willem, what are you drinking? Finishing up this delightful rosé from the Willamette Valley. Willamette. uh, It's Willamette. Really I got sure. yelled at by master. <laughs> I got yelled at by master Cicerone. <laughs> yeah. So I, I fucking let everybody know. Yeah, should we told him to shove it. And then if if he came back and he got really insulted, you were just like, "Here's the skateboard." <laughs> yeah. What you should have said where I come from? It's cornbread and chicken. Oh God, no! Yeah, you didn't that. see that one coming, did you? No, you should. <laughs> The skaters are going to love that joke. The skaters are going to love that joke. Where you're from, they say Willamette. And don't take too kindly to anyone who 
says it the way that he says it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm also drinking a Pilsner Urkel. Oh, oh nice. Very nice. Nice. Hey, speaking of Master Cicerone, that is a an excellent beer to try uh, if you want to identify off flavors in a lager. Yeah, weird hmm. flex. It's weird, weird very flex. weird flex. It's not. It's a beer podcast. I know. <laughs> oh, I should have said beer beer flex. Uh, that's what I'll say from now on. Mm. Okay, kept that in the back of my mind. Villem just had um, to hang loose with a thumb and yeah. pinky out. So Chaka. Perfect. Yeah, that's why Villem was gonna say when when you know someone's offending him he's like why don't you shove it and then hands him a skateboard because <laughs> shove oh, it is a, is a, is a drink i thought there was some like can you imagine someone doing that it's just like such oh what if cringe. what if frank even shove it frank even <laughs> even more so what if it was someone's dad and you said here pop shove it and then boom it's a pop shove oh, it. you That's could you could but you know oh, it'd be it'd be better you'd be better off carrying a tech deck around because oh, you're yeah. guaranteed you're guaranteed no one's popping a shoving on a tech deck <laughs> and all his friends the camera shakes a little bit and all his friends are like oh <laughs> just a bunch of old guys out of the golf course falling oh, all man. over each other not only did he tell you to shove it you shoved it fuck him <laughs> they incredible. bring him a body bag mm-hmm. <laughs> here you go sir that's right uh, yeah, so carry tech decks around and tell people to shove it. You'll be better off. <laughs> what if I bring around a candy machine fingerboard? Remember those? Those uh, little. Yeah, but that's what a tech deck is. Oh, is that what those are? I thought yeah. that was a oh, brand you didn't of know skateboard. What a tech deck was. Oh, no. that's cute. Uh, <laughs> that's cute. That's adorable. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought those. Were, is that what those little finger oh, skateboards were called? Yeah, that's oh. what a tech deck fingerboards. is. Fingerboards. Whatever. Yeah. I used to play with those. It is pretty sexual. Yeah, it is. The tech tech deck is the original fingerboard. (laughs) Uh, It is. I used used to play with my little fingerboard in the bathtub. I used to use the back Mm -hmm. of the bathtub as a half half pipe. It was sweet. I used to do some sick-ass tricks. He always also mm. used to scratch the fuck out of the bathtub. Mom got really mad. Anyway. Mom enjoyed that. That's what I was just going (laughs) to say. She fucking hated it. All right, Brian, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking Citradelic IPA, uh, Citradelic Tangerine IPA from New Belgium Brewing. Keep some mosquitoes away. Love it. No, that's Citronella. Also, Ah, oh, you haven't seen my Citronella plant that I planted in the back patio. I have not. It's sick. Is it? Yeah, it always always looks kind of just like a bush until the yellow flowers come out. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like a giant weed in a pot right now, but... Uh, it's essentially a grass, so I'm hoping I don't kill that. Like I have every other plant I that I got to sprout this year. I mean, but you should you should, when you're out on the back patio, you just shake your hand and it like releases those oils. That's great. Yeah, no, that's why I go out every day and, and, and pet it, call it my good pet boy. It. Yeah, answer my emails. Are you killing things, Brian? I think it's my infatuation with hating living things. You know, mm. um, that's just my sociopath. Life, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That goes around in the liberals. <laughs> of course. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> any any flower right. any blue Yeah, I mean <laughs> any, you know, it's just we're all commies. And, any blue flowering it, plant I have to just shut it down automatically. Blue, well, blue and black preferably. You know, like yeah. you just stomp on it actually. Yeah. You just show up and you're like, fuck this plant. Mm. Def- defend the blue line. Yeah. <laughs> I stand the blue line. Oh god. 
I'm moving on to the Pilsner or Kel now. You know, fun keeping track. Um, I was. Thank you. I'll mark it. I'm just gonna jot that down in my notepad. Frank, what are you drinking tonight? He asked, knowing that it's not beer. Bourbon and Coke. There it is. Bourbon and Diet Coke. Well, okay. So what I had? My God. Why are you not drinking a beer? Well, I had a beer. Frank has a hard oh, yeah. time understanding how re- refrigeration works no, in the so 21st century. My first, drink, my first drink of the night was a large uh, Bell's Two-Hearted Ale, and it was at the restaurant. Large. Sounds cute. Can I get and a large Two-Hearted? It was on tap. 22 ounce. Yeah, it was on tap. Almost uh, a had liter. A, had a, and, and actually want to give credit to Brooklyn's Up the Road. Um, they are socially distancing. They're doing a really good job, and they wear masks, and it was awesome. Do they throw um, their pizza at you from six feet away? They don't. <laughs> no, the bar the bar's super wide. And the guy wears Remember a mask. Those sketches <laughs> where they throw yeah. like the plates and things yeah. at the table. Sorry, it's. I bet I they love their myself. job too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we we just needed to kind of that was our first meal true meal out we've gone places and had snacks and whatnot but um and it it hasn't i mean we're probably not going to do that again for a while it was just tonight didn't want to cook and it was a good option so was happy to see that they were doing what they needed to do um but yeah i had a bell's two-hearted it was good it is really good on tap i'm not a huge fan of the cans sometimes and I don't know why if it's just the born on dates are all off or no, it's more than likely. It's just a, uh, a, a, a you you could be getting some older beer that's been sitting on the hot shelf or just well, it, beer just tastes different mm-hmm. in especially a beer like that. So Bell's whatever. I don't want to get if I can. Bell, yeah, we don't have to get too deep. Bell's I'm too just, hard. It has been the best voted the best beer in America like three years in a row now, uh, and. You taste it on tap, and you're like, Jesus, can it get any better? No, it fucking can't. Even when you're drinking it fresh from the fucking brewery, it tastes just as good. Um, but then you, you get one or two bad bottles that have been just light struck to shit and back. And the beer is very delicate. It's a smash beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all single, or well, not smash, but it's all single hopped. So it's delicate. It's like a, it's like a butterfly. And if you get your fucking oily ass fingers on its wings, it can't fly. I think that's how it works. I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I think you're right. Um, you. As part of 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 COVID nineteen, as it were. Thank you for um, that clarification. I have had the pleasure of going to Skull Mechanics for um, to go beer, and it's still as good as it was when we were there, Brian. Good. I mean, uh, <clears throat> Vienna Lager still off the charts. That uh, Japanese rice lager uh, off the charts. Charts. They also do a Japanese rice infused with peach lager. That was not peachy. It was just kind of like you know how you get kind of like that that subtle sweetness from peach. Mm. Um, if it's not too ripe, that's that's what happened to the lager it was really really freaking good i'd like to um, take some i'd like to i'd like to taste a peach beer where they've taken and roasted peaches before they throw them in mm. i know i uh, uh rumor has it that shiner does that with cheer their uh, christmas beer but yeah i don't like cheers too much going on there yeah but 
Hey, yeah, I was gonna say well, that you can throw it. peaches in there, and then as soon as you add your fucking cloves, you're like, oh, it's all cloves. I will say, I will say, I would, I will say, when before I was like much of a dear uh, craft beer drinker, and like Shiner was some of my first craft yeah. experience uh, experiences with craft beer. It was very enjoyable. I've, no, I, I love Shiner. I don't. Think I don't... We should roast it. I'm not roasting Shiner. Seems like I'm you're just roasting saying Shiner. The, the cheer, mm. no, Shiner cheer specifically to me is a little too clovey. Like there's a lot of cloves in that beer. It it tends yeah. to overwhelm. Yeah. So it even just, if they did do that with the peaches, right? Like let let's say, oh yeah, they put like fucking fifty tons of of caramelized peaches in that beer. I don't taste it because it tastes like cloves and cinnamon. You know, like. It's a very strong spice beer, and I don't think any fruit accents really come through noticeably um, to where I could tell that they took the peaches and roasted them. I know they put pecans in there. That's what else I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that makes pecans. sense. It's the right, right time of year for pecans. Pecans, if you yeah. are so low they, IQ. It sounds like Shiner Cheer. They put a bunch of ingredients in that you can't taste, and then they add cinnamon and clothes and everybody's even... like oh this is very christmasy <laughs> yeah i every every fucking brewery that makes a spiced beer for christmas time every brewery outside of well i mean let's just say most breweries do that for their their christmas mm-hmm. spiced ale and then yeah. you get a hold of rar and sons when they do their like dark mild and you're just like, oh, this is fucking lovely. And you're like, oh yeah, no, 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 that's just a base beer. There's nothing done to it. It's fucking great. Uh, you're like, oh no, this is. But this that reminds sense. me of Christmas. You're like, no, that's just a fucking great, a well-made beer. Well, it's because everybody's trying to make like muddled beer. Essentially, they're oh, this is muddled wine. It's in season, you know, because mold is the word you're looking mold, for. Mold, mold. I'm sorry. <laughs> mold. Yeah. But you're 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 like apple well, cider, yeah. They're all spices and shit, and they're trying to make a beer out of that. And I understand that. That's yeah. fine, no problem. I feel that but way about milkshake IPAs sometimes. To, yeah, but to, to Brian's whole point here, <laughs> which I think is the point. Eh, I don't know. Uh, you tell me. So you no. So Shiner can tell you we've got pecans in here, we've got peaches in here. I don't know, man. It tastes very much like I'm having a fucking Christmas beer. It's, um, I, it's it's hard to have subtleties to me with those flavors. It's just, I mean, I don't know about you, but I loved playing Where's Waldo as a kid. So I assume that's exactly what the beer, the brewers are trying to do with some peach. of these ingredients. Peach, do you find peach? Fuck, I, I can't find it. I right, drink another one. See what you find. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm getting apricot in this one. I right, drink another one. Is this, I think is that a pecan? I think this is peach. All right, good luck, bastard. Find the pecans now. Yeah. Son of a bitch, I can't. Even, I feel my tongues now. My tongue's hurt. And it's good. And we've defined Christmas beers. Yeah. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. That's I'm gonna start a brewery and just call a beer Merry Christmas, motherfucker. And it's yeah. just gonna be like a twelve percent spiced ale with cinnamon, nutmeg, coriander, I don't know, fucking celery and you need dill. cloves. You need cloves. You no. can't go without cloves. You mix all those together and clove comes out. And then <laughs> that's what you put on the label. And they're like, Oh fuck, they've been drinking it all day looking for the clove. Yeah, it's a clove IPA, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Palette wrecked. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say uh, coffee pale ale, I thought was going to be that when those were a thing. People were making pale ales, but just doing like a, a blonde roast coffee or green green coffee beans yeah. steeped in there. Dude, I thought, I was like, oh, for sure. People are going to be scraping tongues. This is going to be disgusting. 
You're like, no, this isn't as bad as a fucking spiced beer. <laughs> this is actually not bad. And it's nothing compared to a fucking jalapeno spiced beer or a chipotle spiced beer. Or what the fuck was that uh, woodchuck that you chugged out of a I'm beer bottle? Wait, 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 wait. Let's back up. You're defining Twisted X. Oh, no. And no. Twisted X three years ago is a very different experience nowadays. But no. yes, whoever <laughs> thought that Cerveza style what pepper infused beer was going to go off the charts it's because was very incorrect <laughs> there's a beer by Rar and Sons called Paleta de Mango and it's uh, literally like chili flakes floating around in this mango beer fuck that well i'm highly fuck allergic to it that. so i can't even finish a taster of it but no no i'm serious about this i know villam did a beer bong of a woodchuck like hot cider but not yeah. like hot like warm it was spiced cider yeah I just remember he, Willem in his late twenties, in pain in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> v- Willem, Willem only does confirm. He does not recall, but he does confirm that. that I, re- I, I recall. <laughs> what kind of? It yeah, I was gonna say YouTube. it may it may surface back uh, sometime this week over on our social media pages. It would be fun. I think we might try that. Yeah. Interesting. What did you just drop in the floor, Frank? I did my keys. Deja vu. Wait, are you saying we should do another chug four years later? Mm. No, fuck no. Let's see if that in the bud right now. Let's see if they've improved the chug ability of that spice. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I'll pass on that. Villem does a double chug, the the cider and then Maylox. <laughs> it's just fucking Pepto Bismol. Just I'll chug have it a right after. Tonight, now that's my that's your that's your limit. Well, this is my just limit, not even imposed. It's just like that's just what it turns out to be. No, well, see, you're just getting your your daily intake all at once. It's so full. Yeah, just 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 chug it. Honestly, the big deal is just chug it, chug it, chug <laughs> it, like chug open it. Open up the old, open up gullet. the gullet and just let her on, let her on down. Do it with the pills in her kill. Come on, pussy. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> this is what this podcast has turned into. It's just it degenerate <laughs> chugging it. behavior. Really, it's just yeah. I mean, it's forced drinking. That's what it is. Yeah, I twist my arm, daddy. And like that's basically what it turns into. You're like, what the fuck? Is, weird shit's happening here. That's uh. too funny. So, <clears throat> okay, um, let's get down to brass tacks here, fellas. Are you gonna define brass tacks? Yeah, uh, comes from again. The soccer leagues are opening this weekend in Europe, which is awesome. I would hit the reggae horn, but my tablet went to sleep. So it's definitely uh, no fans, no fans. Um, and the players get tested before and after every match, which I would only imagine leads to deviated septums. But they, uh, you know what? I was going to ask when they do these like daily tests on people for different sports, are they doing the fucking nose, like the spinal tap through the nose test? They are. That's fucking terrible. That sounds awful. Yeah, I guess if you paid me in Messi's case fifty million a year, stick it as far as you want. But um, yeah, it sounds awful. I'm gonna isolate and, that, and I'm gonna yeah, use that's that. Pretty good. For- isn't it? <laughs> um, but uh, what what I feel more sorry for is like 
these guys who are on the bench who are never getting on the field. Oh, just getting their <laughs> they're face. Definitely having to have the same test done. They're just getting their face fucked with a stint every day. <laughs> and, and they're sitting there like, now granted, it's still a lot of money, but okay. they're at a minimum, they make like 750 grand a year. And yeah, I was just yeah, going to say. That I had that test I was, taken. Hold on. Was wait, bitch, but I was going to say, at, at a minimum, they're getting 750 which is, is about right. It's about 750 to a million a year. Um, and yeah, fair enough. I would still do the test, but yeah. it's not the same decision that Messi has at 50. And he's no. like, yeah, okay, I mean, fuck it. If I go out there and I make money versus paying you to not go out there, you know, I'll take the test. Yeah, so it's just, it's it's the disparity between that decision, you know? Like, Messi's walking out like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Um, yeah. Even though it hurts. But yeah, so, yeah, soccer opens up this weekend, which is the real the real deal, which is, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I'm glad they're... Up, you mean, like, no crowds opens up? Right. No crowds. Yeah. So even the commentators can't be in the stadium. It's just the... Um, I wanted to, I wanted to 30, say my brother-in-law... 30 players. My brother-in-law watches, the like, some various leagues and things, and he's been, like, thrown on the matches. It's it's crazy. Like, it's yeah. surreal how different it is. Yeah, Bundesliga has been playing for three yeah, weeks yeah, now. Yeah, that's what it was. It was Bundesliga. Yeah, and I'll be honest, <clears throat> I've watched two or three of the Bundesliga matches. That league is just so unbalanced that it is really difficult to get into. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, there was an ass whooping last Saturday, and I turned it over. I was like, oh, sweet, yeah, German side. Jesus Christ! We they, like there was still like twenty five minutes left in the in the game, and you're just like, well, they're both just walking around the field at this point. They've given up. It is uh, a three to one, and the one I think was an own goal. And <laughs> it's just yeah, German soccer right now. You've got Bayern, you've got uh, uh, um, Red Bull. I think it's Red Leipzig. Bull Leipzig. Um, yeah, and then you've got uh, Dortmund, and that's it. The rest of them all suck ass compared to those three teams. Are they doing like? Um, are they doing <clears throat> partial or like I don't know some fucking warm up games? Because I'm seeing the 17th is opening for Premier League at least. That's the one that no, I care about. So yeah, it's yeah. So Premier League opens up next week. La Liga opens up to well, opened up today actually or yesterday. Oh, the Thursday night um, kickoff or whatever. Yeah, Barca actually starts. I believe Saturday or Sunday. I just have to take a look. Because Sevilla, Sevilla beat uh, Real Betis today. Oh, yeah. Barcelona yeah, so, plays on the 13th. Yeah, so we open up on Saturday. Um, and it, it's great because they're, they're going to finish out the rest of the season. And because the, the players have gotten all the rest that they would have gotten during the summer, this kind of behaves like a warm-up to next summer. Yeah. Or, or next year. So it's actually Messi has gotten more rest now than he's ever gotten in his career since his first two seasons with Barca. Or, I'm going to throw this out there, more rust. Ooh, ooh, Yeah, ooh, yeah. okay. Ooh. Let's see how rusty Lionel yeah. Messi is when he comes <laughs> back. Scored four goals in 14 minutes. Great, fantastic. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. He kicked one <laughs> off of that one earbiter's face and scored a goal. Does he still play for fucking Barcelona? <laughs> he does, Luis He's yeah. coming back Saturday too. Actually, this only helped us because we we oh, had yeah. Usman Us Usman Dembele was injured, Luis Suarez was injured, uh, Jordi Alba was injured, and all these guys got the rest that they needed. 
Uh, dude, we're going for the double because we can't go for the triple this year because Champions League has been canceled. Yeah, Suarez, the lost property brother. I remember him. He does. <laughs> Motherfucker. He looks exactly like that, dude. He looks Wait, like the, pull, it, pull it up. Pull I'm it up. pulling him off right now. Uh, doesn't know this, but he looks exactly. No, Luis Suarez looks exactly like this guy. It, dude, it's it, there. Okay, the picture oh, that I'm about to show is gosh. all three of them in the same photo in the same it's frame. It's uncanny. Here. <laughs> here they are, all three of them. Look at them, long lost siblings. Oh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> the lost property brother. Look but the other two like to bite people. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. They like to bite prostitutes. That's their thing. They don't. I don't know that. <laughs> All right. So here's here's the only thing I'll say on this, right, is he's an asshole. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need and, to say. <laughs> no, hold on. Look at his ears. They're like folded I in on each other. I cannot believe that we even have to talk about like a professional athlete has drawn blood with his teeth, period. That's the end of the has story. Drawn... No, sure, sure. No, he's an asshole, but like Michael Vick, served his time and has not done Anything of the sort since. Oh, so, congratulations. So, that's like no, a no, weird so it, culture. I'm not saying he needs to be penalized, but like that he crossed a weird like line. He did. He did. Drop culturally. Humanitarily. He did. He, did. he definitely know? did. Mike, Mike Tyson did that too. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I understand. Exactly. I understand rage and, 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 and things can lead people to very, very fucking weird decisions. He has apologized profusely. Has never gotten in trouble again since he was with Barca. No, I, I, I listen. You it just matters. Dis- it you, matters. You describing this is the funniest shit. I'm with Willem. Like, I know. Honestly, like, he even... apologized for biting another grown adult in the face. Like he said, he was sorry. Okay. He said, "Hey, sorry about your ear. I won't do that again." Yeah, you know, um, and he hasn't. Is what you said. He, he hasn't, hasn't done he that hasn't. again. Which yeah, you know, thankfully, he because ha- if he he's did, he's not Hannibal. He's not Hannibal Lecter, or a okay. four-year-old in daycare. You know, like we're good. Yeah. All that. As a matter of fact, I just that's- like okay. So here's the question, right? He's obviously he is an immature son of a bitch. There's no fucking doubt about it. Yeah, proven over and over again, even to this day. I was gonna say, go back and watch the last World Cup where he made an asshole yeah. out of himself. He dives. He's 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 really a piece of shit, but an incredible striker. Which is the unfortunate dichotomy that you're dealing with here? Mm. Um, would I, on the field, like cheer for him? Sure. Um, when he's an asshole, I actually normally get pretty fucking pissed off, unless he's an asshole towards someone like Sergio Ramos, who fucking sucks. Um, so what you're saying? Then I cheer is him on. You should hand him a baton and a shield and have him go out and battle protesters. Is that what you're with, saying right now? <laughs> If if by protesters we mean Sergio Ramos, absolutely, <laughs> break some fucking kneecaps. The way you were describing him, I was like, you know, I think I saw that guy in Portland. I don't know. I'm not. Or should real I sure. say? <laughs> should I say Sergio Ramos? Okay, so let's let's. No, let's, you, you should never say that. I'm with <laughs> Willem. <laughs> I was gonna let it go, but he said it. I'm gonna double down. I'm with him. You uh, should never. Oh, well, that's how you say his name. So, you know. I, I know, but it's you. Know, it's it's okay. you that we have a problem it's with. It's because you asked. So, okay. I guess we can take that weird transition straight to what is it with these uh, juggernaut cops out here? Like, these motherfuckers they bring out when, 
when shit goes down, they call up the fucking Listen. defensive lineman from OU, 6'8", 295 pounds. Listen. The- ready to beat some ass. <laughs> Where do these motherfuckers live? All probably roided to fucking all of yeah, exactly. The, the police department lives by the, if you got it, flaunt it, girl, I know you want it, attitude. Which is like, break out all the riot gear, maybe bring a tank or two, and then, you know, run over people. It's fine. No, but, it, hey, here's the thing. Have you ever been pulled over by a six foot eight, two hundred and ninety pound cop that looks like he just walked off of the fucking uh, uh, New England Patriots? I've no. been pulled over by a five foot two, two hundred eighty pound mm-hmm. cop, and I've that been normally, pulled over by that's a six. What I'm expecting. I've been that's pulled over I'm by expecting. a six four hundred and eighty pound cop. <laughs> but that's what none I'm of expecting. those two combined. No, I'm, but I, then now you see these photos of what I could only assume are individuals that are trapped in some sort of scheme. <laughs> In a riot organization or an anti-riot prevention league where they do nothing but train as like agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. And then they bring them out to the front lines like, yeah, we got a Hulk. You know, like, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen any of these uh, officers. The ones I've dude. seen have been like the, dude, like, the doughy like neck beards. It's the when they bring the huge mask over like... Uh, you know, iron collar and like the fucking chains, and he like towers yeah. over everybody. It's like I've always seen the guys who look like they. I've seen the guys who look like they were working in the motor pool, like check in, check out desk, and they were like, "I gotta go do what? Fuck! Do you have a shield nope. for my face too? Okay, I'll go out and I mean, stand. You mean hold this broomstick, huh? It's hollow, so it doesn't hurt as bad. Good, 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 good. And they're not gonna. I have pepper spray, right? Okay, well I'll go out there and be about a human shield, Operation Human Shield, and, and activate. And then the fucking doughy dude from accounting gets pulled out there, and the guy who goes text, checks the tire pressure on all the cars, he comes out there. I'm just I saying. Mean, you're 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 one one thousand percent correct that those are the average people out there. It's just. In some departments, they seem to have this special component, which is a very fucking stout. And it's not always 6'7", 280. It can be 6'1", 450. Okay. It can be be more more of a cushion than a fucking shield. It can be that. But there's always some overtly oversized human being either fat nor non-fat out on the front lines that looks like they just called up the juggernaut and you're like where in the fuck were you hiding this man because this man has never been on a traffic stop nobody knew he was yeah yeah i typed in i typed in roided up cops my whole thing is this came up (laughs) it doesn't seem to get up Hey, that's not what we joked us. That's I think that's Ronnie Coleman in a fucking police officer's uniform. I don't think that's a real police officer. That's what you're seeing in Ryan. Might I suggest dark mode on Twitter? Yeah, it does help. Well, I I don't really use. Okay, I'm all right. I'm in a different (laughs) fucking. You know what? Fuck you. That's all I'm saying. First off, (laughs) go fuck yourself. Second, I use Twitter. On my phone. Okay, don't judge me. And you do do you have dark mode turned on. Oh yeah. You see my screenshots. I've seen (laughs) So yeah, uh, all in all, hilarious that all of a sudden we have this backup police group that are just elephants 
ready to come to the front line because apparently uh, we've never been pulled over by them. Because if you did, you would shit your pants immediately. (laughs) Sir, I'm pretty sure you could pick up my car and take me to the police station. So I'm just going to surrender, as it were. Real quick, real quick. uh, A 130-pound person can fire a handgun the same way that a fucking roided-up asshole can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this was more no, of like a... There's a certain I know. swagger and resolve that comes with being built like that. I fucking... I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never met someone who is really, really large who I've ever been afraid of. It's the mm. people who are fucking average size with a goddamn a chip on their shoulder who I have a real problem with. Like yeah, I think it's more the, the smaller than average people. Well, that's that's the that's it's the way they care. Usually, big big dudes like that in particular, they're scared of their own strength. They fucking they've they've worked their asses off for mm-hmm. that. And they're not doing anything to fucking I don't know. I, there are people who legitimately are problems in this world, and usually those people are not the six foot eight roided up dudes. All right, Brian. So I was going to jump straight into it. Zimmerman sized person. Mm-hmm. Oh, very <laughs> insistent yeah, on, on standing yeah. their ground. <laughs> standing we, on we, your ground, I think is what it yeah, is. Yeah, for real. Fucking asshole. Standing their ground wherever they are. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also discuss this? This flagrant uh, a double standard where um, they get to claim feeling threatened, right? Well. At any point in time. But all you need to do is comply with every single fucking thing that they say. Otherwise, you might get fucking shot. Do you remember like, this? What you're talking about is like it, it, I we've had this discussion before, and I'm just gonna br- bring it up to you this way. Do you remember during the Me Too movement when like those guys were going around? I can't even talk to a woman because I'm afraid they're gonna cry <laughs> rape at me. You can exactly. go fuck yourself. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like you. Yeah, exactly. I'm, to- I'm too scared to even associate with females in the workplace because I don't know if they're gonna tell everybody that I've been raping them. Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty sure they're not going to say you've raped them if you've never raped them. Yeah. That's not how this works. Yeah. But no, let's be sure that cops, like that we all know that police officers armed to the fucking tits are scared and are tired of you calling them thugs, even though. Okay. Yeah. We should get into that. We should get into that. So Willem and I got into a very heated discussion today via keyboard warrioring. Oh, yeah. Um, Y'all and suited up and went to battle today. We huh? did. We did. We Congratulations. Did. We did. Thank it you was, for your service. When, when we got out, we sent each other uh, 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 little dust kits just to, you know, you know make what? Sure Guys, I, I'm going to sell a new keyboard that, that ASDFGHJKL is all in red. And there's, you know, that's uh, just red, go down the line. The red line. Um, red line keyboard. So, no, because, you know, what's frustrating is like we're we're in a movement here where. It's very important that people understand that good cops excusing the behavior and trying to victimize their own psyche in exchange for pressure on the entire system is unacceptable. You you can you cannot sit there and say I'm a good cop and I feel uncomfortable today. Um, because of all the negativity towards cops. Yeah, you should. You should do something about that. And doing something about that is not talking to the Black Lives Matter movement solely. Like, you've done that. It didn't work. 
what, what in your mind <clears throat> could you do additionally? Well, as a third party here uh, down in Austin, Frank could think of multiple things you could do before you even suggest that you've tried. And one of those things primarily is come out, denounce your union. They are the, the, the absolute front of the Stop for Change movement. Um, they are stonewalling anything to hold police accountable. They hide the behavior of bad cops in order to protect the entire union. So come out against your union. Then come out against chokeholds, uh, immunity, uh, 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 no-knock uh, no warrants. Like there's a fucking litany of shit you could do instead of claiming that you're the fucking victim here. Because victim claiming here is not your, it's not your position. It's absolute bullshit. I don't need to listen to the one good person in a movement that as a movement has been proven to oppress individuals. That's not what needs to happen here. If you want to not be seen as part of the movement that's oppressing, there are many things you could do to make sure that you're not seen in that manner. But claiming victimhood is absolute horseshit. And it's, it's, it's frustrating, and it's I don't know what these people are trying. People who soak that shit up like a sponge, what are they trying to protect or prove? Yeah, I mean, given what we've seen, just even... I mean, it's so ironic. Like, the response to the actual protests it, against pr police brutality, peaceful protests, mm -hmm. largely, is police brutality. Like... You yep. can't make that up. You couldn't write a better, like, more, sh like, evil fucking, you know, system or whatever if you wanted to. Like, a, something to, for people to, like, unite against if you wanted to. Yeah, it's dystopian. So, <laughs> And what's really so, scary is people's inability to, like, envision a world any different from what we're in right now. Like, their perspective is completely static. Their entire lives, they've just been yeah. told to just, like, Follow along and we'll show you the way. And it's worked out great for them until now. It, every shit's like kind of coming apart a little bit, but they're just staying the course. Like it's well, and it and and fun. it's this it's this asinine belief that the police are in it for the greater good. Like they might I, be in it for the greater good, but it's they didn't finish the sentence. It's the greater good of themselves. That's what it boils yeah. down to. So, so yeah, I, I guess I should have said the asinine belief that they're in it for the greater good of society. They're not in it for that battle. Um, because if, if, if you look at the behavior um, over the past two weeks and the inexcusable parallels that were drawn between a movement that was fighting for good and is fighting for good and will be fighting for good tomorrow, two weeks, three weeks from now, four weeks from now, a year from now. And <clears throat> an undefined terrorist organization, uh, which has no active caring members. This is more um, of a political philosophy, really, than an actual exactly. organization of any kind. And, and a shaming of an entire group. And now all of a sudden, we need to go back and we need to really evaluate Right, answer some questions. Well, no, I go ahead and finish your thought, Frank. No, I said we need to we need to really evaluate how a good cop 
feels in this moment. Like, fuck off. Seriously, go to fucking hell. I've got no time to listen to your bitch ass whine and, and, and not include any discussion about your union. If you had said from the start, the biggest hindrance to change in this movement is my union and I will do everything I can to change that. You have instant credibility, but you didn't do that. Why didn't you do that? Because you don't actually fucking believe in what you're putting down. And that's 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 the problem here. There's a lot of cop shaming and it's very valid in a lot of ways. And for a cop to try to claim virtue in a position and want empathy for their feelings to not even go the one little step. Now, I know they see it as the biggest step they can make. In society, that's a minor step, my friend. If you truly believe your system is damaged, if you truly believe in this movement, and if you truly believe in supporting the people who are getting murdered by your fucking system, denounce your union and we can change things. But if you don't fucking do that, we're fucked. <clears throat> I like the fact that this state of Texas that we live in um, is so anti-union everything that the police union is one of very few union unions that actually operate in the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, Mrs. Bryan, a teacher, uh, cannot form a teacher's union um, in any way, shape, or form unless and there's massive fucking change that has to go through. As in it's illegal? Do what? As in it's illegal for her to try to form it's, a teacher's union? It's not, well, it's not outright illegal, uh, There, but there have to be laws that pass and fucking... More importantly, you have to win over people who live out in bumfuck West Texas who, you know, last time they saw a union, it was ending coal miners. I don't know what the fuck their yeah. experience with unions are, but it probably, it, it wasn't good. It ended America, sending us into communist rule, but whatever their ex excuse is. It, regardless, the, the issue that I have with it is that we're even arguing over a police union when they're one of the few that actually operate in the state of Texas and keep... Like, Oklahoma as a teacher's union, it's great. I mean, they fight for higher wages for teachers. Yeah. They do they a do. lot of good. They, they fight to keep, uh, you know, benefits. They have to negotiate directly with them. Yeah, and that that's good. The downside yeah. to that is really shitty teachers can stay in their positions for a really long time, and that's, like, the big takeaway from unions. Well, here's the deal. Uh, teachers in the state of Texas also have tenure uh, starting after three years, and it is incredibly difficult to fire fucking teachers after three years without a union. So you go fuck yourself, get somebody in there that actually speaks for the quality of education and actually, like, fucking uphold some of those standards. To the point that Villain was making earlier about, you know, uh, people just, uh, police really just thinking alike and get banding together to protect themselves and protect the thoughts and their goals uh, in a certain area. I think that sounds pretty familiar um, when you have a large group of armed individuals who live in one specific area who want to protect and also control um, the population of their area. Uh, we call, we, 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 you know, white people called them gangbangers for the longest time, yet we have uh, fucking police with badges who are doing the exact same fucking thing in each area all across this country. I think there's like 8,000 police departments. Wonderful work, everybody. We're doing, we're doing a bang-up job letting those people rule your areas without, is, with is, impunity. Is anybody saying, I don't think anybody is saying we hate some level of societal enforcement. Whether that be cops, whether that be community policing in some... No, no one's saying, no. just let people run rampant raping people. That's Fuck not no. the statement. 
Yeah. So I, I think that's that's the, that's the next point. In insofar that calling something defunding the police doesn't actually, in my mind, help the situation. That's it's it's a very it is very catchy. I understand, it but it's not the actual purpose of what people are trying to do. Right. right. So defunding is a short and sweet way. And if, if we're being really particular, I understand what we're trying to do, right? You're trying to take money away from the police and fund other initiatives. Yeah. But there are people out there who are really fucking stupid. And most of those people are on Facebook. Go ahead. Next point. And, Your and point. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I think in some capacity, whatever the rally cry is, it's gotta be a little bit more nuanced because defunding is too simple. Um, it's, it, it, it comes across as though you 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 don't want any policing, and I don't think in any capacity people don't want policing. Well, it's almost I like we have a, we we have a, a leader in this country whose fucking sole focus yep. is division, and therefore mm-hmm. there is no room for gray or interpretation of any statement. Totally at all. understand. That's and why I, I go for refunding the police, and then you could take it either way. You could either refund the police, or you can re fund the police either way it fucking works they're not getting as much back because they didn't have their receipt so go fuck your tanks get the fuck out of here we're buying notebooks for kids it's i mean up until we come up with something else i am for defund the police don't get me wrong i understand what the statement is i'm just telling you it is a difficult it's a difficult sale (laughs) it's just oh yeah it sounds on its surface does not sound true to what actually is meant by the statement right there are people who want to defund the police in whatever capacity that means for them locally based on their experience in their community. What we have to remember is that there's a broad range of experiences across mm-hmm. this entire country right. and people coming together and protesting for 16 days straight across the nation, all calling. There is a baseline level of like abuse that's happening here across everywhere, which tells you that there is shit coming from top-down federal government policing like fbi yep. uh, policies and training and that kind of shit when you're talking about like the programs for police where police uh precincts get deals on like military vehicles and stuff from the federal government directly yeah those are the reforms that people are talking about like we need to separate we, we want community policing is really what it comes down to we want our city councils to when people say defund the police they're talking about really sit down with your community and assess what you're doing with your city budget and why you're you're investing such an outsized amount of money into the police i'm gonna be very why 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 don't we maybe call it reprioritize the police or (laughs) refund the police Somebody fund the police. Somebody in the back said that. No matter which way you slice it, you're defunding the police to some level. You're you are correct. You got to sex it up. It's a market. It's a marketing thing. You have to sex it up. It's more of a marketing thing than anything. It is a marketing thing. I agree with in America with a consumer society to market things. Yeah, I get that. Which is, but I'm saying what you're what you're stating is is the most extreme version of the intent. The intent is not to get rid of the police. So. Um, that, that would be I, abolished. Places, that would be abolished. The police, who's, where the police have abused the community so much that they do not, they feel like their number one threat above the own, like above their own people around them killing each other. They feel like 
if they could just get the police out, it would all already be a safer neighborhood. And I think it's important to respect that that is a reality that people are living in this country. I, I respect that reality. But what I'm saying is, is the tent is not as big for defund versus reprioritize, refund, whatever you want to call it. Refund, I think, I, so, so all I'm trying to say, as, as a person who supports this movement entirely, there's, there's absolutely so. no doubt in my mind that police money is, is far too uh, large uh, of, of a proportion of every city's budget in this country than any other service. If you gave me four fire stations for every fucking police station, I'd be happier. Because um, your fire, fire uh, person knows how to revive you. They know how to do every EMT service plus save your house. What does a cop know? Fuck that. They like had to call AAA. Prioritize exactly. Prioritize social services. Prioritize firefighters. Prioritize EMTs. We're getting older as a population. Stop trying to make every single fucking community out to be like a harbinger of rapists, if not for the police, or a harbinger of murderers, if not for the police. This is a bullshit fucking trope that doesn't exist. And Law and order is a fallacy. It's an absolute Period. fallacy. And and quite frankly, um, that's the point here. It's not... It's not defund, it's reprioritize. And in some capacity, sure, there are communities where you need to absolutely start over, and Minneapolis has made that decision. They're getting fucking grilled for it, but I guarantee you it's going to work out well. That police department is inherently troubled. You have to start over. And they're going to prove to this country that you can start from scratch and be just fine. Um, because... All in all, Minneapolis on the whole is not a violent place. It's not a place where a shit ton of crime takes place. Um, and they will prove to people that community policing can work. It Honestly, underlying could not have happened to a better community um, because they will fucking pick this shit up and do it. Um, if it had happened in, I mean, imagine this shit happened. It happened in Ferguson, Missouri. Nothing's changed, right? Like it's, if you're dealing with like societal factors that are so um, unbalanced that it's, very fucking uh, polarizing, uh, it, it, it becomes more difficult. So I, I think the reason this was, the movement was so great and has lasted 16, it will last through Juneteenth and it will keep going days, um, is because if we can't even solve it at that level, what the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's such a minor fucking thing to solve a person not being choked out on the sidewalk. And if we can't even solve that, and if this is controversial and motherfuckers are over here asking about their rights and, and, and trying to be victims as police officers, right? In this fucking conversation, then just fucking discount them. And let's figure out how we do without the unions, without the cops, and then we'll build them back up when they're ready to be back in the conversation. But if they can't even admit that they're part of the problem, fuck them. <coughs> so, Willem, you brought up something interesting when you were talking about <clears throat> people addressing in their own cities and areas how they should address policing. You bring up a very interesting point that I, like I, <clears throat> I've been harping on this issue for now 
fucking 16 years. Uh, but the way that we address media and news coverage in our own cities is a huge fucking problem. And if that doesn't get addressed right after police, uh, policing in each hometown or in each area, we're going to have future problems forever and ever. Because right now, to Willem's point where he was making about uh, top-down pushes of policing and the way the, the police uh, uh, police departments operate, you have that same issue inherently in in news media, media in particular television media. Because Sinclair media. Well, mm-hmm. and, and Sinclair is the easiest one to focus on, and that's why John Oliver did that whole piece on Sinclair media, being like right. owning and operating something like 85% of all Yeah, but I mean, in Oklahoma, outlets. that's the Gaylord family. It, but like that's that's my point. Is you have other yeah. other media corporations and little mini conglomerates that operate throughout the United States that may have some holdings in Idaho, but also have some holdings over in Alabama, I'm making shit up. But you know what I mean? Like they're they're not centralized to one area that have and operate in the same way, which is the old school like nineteen like fifties and sixties newspaper media way of if it bleeds it leads, and that's why you turn on your local news and you see fifteen stories about murder. And rape and right. robbery, the 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 Mount Rushmore of crime, according to uh, Small Town Murder, you you have all those stories that lead rather than the community building stories that um, people consider fluff pieces, and you don't see them until um, like the the Nielsen ratings come through twice a year, mm-hmm. and people want to see those feel good stories, so they leave good ratings on their Nielsen r- reports. Which yeah. is fucking antiquated, but it's the way news is yeah. is graded and way the way that it's funded when they get this feedback uh, back to the national corporations. Like those issues should like that should be the second round here. Let's obviously stop getting people killed in the streets in their own fucking neighborhood yeah. for no fucking reason. And second, let's figure out how the fuck we're talking about it because the way we're doing it now ain't it. The way you're talking about rioters and protesters, rioters versus protesters, that ain't it. You fucking talk about the purpose for people at being out in the streets and breaking curfew. Yeah. That's what you fucking talk about, and you don't see that because we don't want to make it political. Fuck your politics, dude. It, 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 that, yeah. That's that's you. That is an opinion now, and that is what so much of news coverage has become. The headlines are always so soft. Well, no, it, it, every every story is. If it were written thirty years ago, it would have been deemed as an opinion article. Get the fuck out of here. Like it wouldn't I, have been in a newspaper. It wouldn't have been in a newspaper. Yeah. But it would be in the in the uh, editorial section. Yeah, exactly. Like there is a service called the AP, the Associated Press. There's also a service called Reuters. Those people, those two news sources in particular, are the ones that used to be the basis for all news news articles written in this country. In this yeah. country, right? Uh, overseas, there's others. BBC, but, yeah. But that is the basis, and you get them on a wire. So basically, the way it would be done, if there's a press conference done in D.C., the AP reporter would be there and write down everything that happened as it happened. That's just it. Print out. Just straight facts. They put The reporter here in Dallas gets it off the wire. They write it, and they take out chunks that don't apply to Dallas citizens mm-hmm. or things that maybe be like be of, of a particular information for uh, people over in Fort Worth working at Raytheon or whatever the fuck it may be. They still write that, but that's it. It is still fact. This happened, then this happened, and this is what was said. Boom, done, and leave it to the reader to prioritize. Now what's done is that newspapers in general think that people are fucking idiots, which until we prove them wrong, can't blame them, but they fucking... Which deserve. 
Yeah, it, it, like you, you, like we're we're eating what is being fed to us one hundred percent of the time, yeah. and that is dangerous as fuck to say because there are people out there right now going COVID nineteen is not a real thing because yeah. I'm not eating what they're serving to us. And what we real like what we have to understand as a fucking nation is that facts are facts; they cannot be changed. One hundred and ten thousand people died of a disease that we of a virus that we know very fucking little about. That's it. You about, what, about, yeah. about to be two hundred. Yeah, what you do with that information, dist- like that shows where you fucking distribute on the old IQ scale. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, I, I, I don't wear a mask. I'm safe. I, I can't be affected by it. That shows pretty fucking low on that IQ scale. Dude, I wore a mask to pump gas today. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's idiots. a lot. That's. I just want to say, like, you know, I, it's it's crazy times, and you hear people calling for like tearing down the whole system and just like fucking starting over that ain't it sounds i'll go ahead and say what sorry i mean it sounds really extreme and like irrational but i think that there's a a very there's a sentiment among some people that like this system which is supposed to be like this great uh you know great economic system and like it's land of the free home of the brave whatever uh is serving to some small amount of society and not to every like everybody at large. And the reason for that is because it was it literally has its roots in slavery and a system that like of inequality was designed to oppress and get labor out of people for as little as possible and like here's here's everything. You know, so like it's hard and, and policing came about in this country as an arm of that and like as an enforcement arm of this like you know keeping slaves in order it's to keep blacks and whites living together like in order to do that we have to keep blacks in line that's what the original sentiment was after after slavery the issue with all that is and i I don't disagree with anything that you said the issue with all that is when you tear just like before we even get to that when you start to understand these things, it's like it, it becomes clear and easy to understand why people would want to like not operate within that framework at all anymore. Don't disagree at all. 100% like 100% understand. My issue is if we do that, when you tear something down, what you do is you leave openings for so many fucking idiots to voice their opinion in the matter. And so many people are fucking idiots that it would fuck shit up for way more people. But it's no way. I have wait, wait, wait. zero faith it, it, in fucking it, it, humanity at this point. So that's why that's why I'm speaking up like I am because again, 43% of the country voted for Donald Trump in 2016, right? Yeah. The fuck are we doing here? Like we I we're going to disagree with you either, Brian. I just think that like Oh, the system we itself need to is modernized fucked. to some extent. It's too many people. It's too diverse of opinion. Too, like, too, there need to be like changes that too frank but end up more people to Frank's well, point once, what if we start with one system and start there tear no, that one down that's what's going on right now well sure okay wait i guess i'm not following i'm talking about the police how do we, right now we're addressing how we keep ourselves and our community safe we thought policing was keeping us safe and clearly sure. policing is actually what's endangering us like more yeah but I, I so 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 i guess to me the answer is not like eliminate other opinions to me it is educating people on where those opinions come from because we all have a first amendment right we all get to say what we want that's why we don't have any fear 
that when we say on this podcast, fuck Donald Trump, there's going to be a consequence to it. Okay. Um, and fuck Donald Trump. So yeah, fuck Donald um, we're, we're, we're not going to eliminate people's ability to say that. I don't think that's smart. I also don't think that um, you're necessarily going to win much in the way by limiting media. Um, I think what you will win is by um, at least having accountability. So in, in other countries, they have free speech. Um, they hold people accountable uh, a heck of a lot more. And this is actually where Donald Trump was correct in some capacity, um, even though his whole claim and, 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 and definition of this is not accurate. Um, it, our libel speech laws are really fucking bad in this country. Um, anybody can say bullshit things about another person without proof and they just call it free speech and we move on. Um, Donald Trump claims that everything that he has said um, or has been said about him is liable and it wouldn't hold up in court. But on the contrary, the Hunter Biden shit would hold up in court and would be liable. So a heck of a lot of our kind of fake news, as you, as it were, like Fox News and OAN and shit, it comes from the fact that free speech and libel aren't different. So you can say anything you want about another person without fact or about another position without fact, and there are no consequences. Um, a and that, that's a big problem. So what you're talking about, those two things, I want to address those real quick because those come from what are considered, like they're basically protections put in place for uh, cable media it basically laws are uh, free speech is protected right unless there are slander laws that are ha you know unless you're liable for saying things against other people mm -hmm. on public airwaves and that's where the discretion is when you go to cable news sources and can't cable do it sources, on npr you can't, can't do, do it, it on, on NPR, npr because it receives federal funding but uh when you get to i'm sorry bish i'm getting into this because this is the <laughs> shit that i went to school for so when you go to cable news media that all bets are off by that point because they yeah. receive funding from from advertisers they can they're not necessarily uh protected in all strains they can't fucking, understood it's like a but, super pack but it's it is in in that fact the sa it operates the same way that's why i was focusing on local news media because they operate on public airwaves and and public airwaves still being in quotes because they're all digitized There's nothing you can pick up over over I area antenna totally but understand the other thing that i wanted to make clear i don't want to make it sound like uh I, I discredit other people's voices uh when i talked about when you tear everything down people are fucking idiots and inherently fucking idiots will make fucking idiot choices and we can't do that i meant that and to say uh in spaces like texas in particular where you have fucking an over overwhelming majority of people who make the worst possible decisions for the people in their areas. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm, and so I'm, when I'm you tear it you. down, you fucking open it up to those dumbasses weaseling their way into power. And soon you have fucking oil companies who make billions of dollars every year and pay zero dollars in taxes in the state of Texas. But that's, 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 but that's part of tearing it down and rebuilding. Ah, doesn't matter. They're in power right now, and they would stay in power because dumbasses would fucking vote for them again. It, because well, I'm not broke now, so why would I fucking take them out and let them libtards see, come in? That's the fucking idiots I'm talking about. The the battle is so multifaceted, right? Like this media conversation is but one sort of pole in the tent. I also want to be clear. That is like the fucking fifth battle down this road. Okay. Because you can't fucking fight those without fighting 
the the policing issue. You can't fight that. You can't fight. You know, after that, then it comes inequality in wealth and income. I mean, and you're you're, you're, you're talking about like before we dive in again. I'm gonna drop off. Yeah, I was gonna say Villem's gonna bounce. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure I cleared up before Villem left. I know not all people are fucking idiots. I want to make sure the people's voices are heard. But if you're a fucking idiot, lose my number. Go ahead, Villem. You want to sign right, off, buddy? I'm just gonna say bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Villem. Bye. So. Yeah, no, I, I I did not interpret it that way. I, okay. What I was thinking is is mostly, um, it, it did it did come across as though, um, it was a little bit harsh on people's ability to say what they want, but it it's meant to be due to the fact that there's no consequence, right? Like, I I don't I don't care if well, you say stuff with fact. Like well, if the- if you say the sky is green, and it's green due to the fact that we have smog in the air, yeah. right? We can talk about it, but the bigger but, point, the bigger point to what you're, and I, I know this is kind of where you're going. The consequence in this case that what we're talking about is not a consequence that you're harming one other no, person. It's democracy. It's, you're harming fucking citizens because you're yeah. making false statements that are going to end up harming them in the end. It's just, no, it's which like is that, exactly what I'm talking about. Fucking what is that, Kaylee McEnany or whatever her name is? Her dumbass. Oh, Trump got eight percent of the black vote. So winner, winner, no, chicken dinner, motherfucker. That's not even it, dude. So, so. It, it, they were attacking Trump today. Not attacking. Let's let's be real. No one attacks him in a press conference. That's not what happens. You said something. Even though it right gets there. said all the time. Yeah. When this motherfucker said this seventy-five-year-old guy lost his balance on purpose and uh. bled out of his ear, and it was all fake, right? When he said that, she came up and she said, "Yeah, well, I mean, he was just presenting his view of the facts." And, and you're Fucking like nonsense. I mean, that guy should be able to sue him for libel. Yeah. And he can't. He will lose that lawsuit um, because our libel laws don't matter. And it's time that they do matter. Um, that's honestly, if, if there was one thing Donald Trump should fight for, he should fight for libel laws mattering. And he won't because he knows that he'll get fucked. But he should. Um, because he says it all the time. We should have stronger libel laws in this country. Says it all the time. Yeah. Um, but he never fights for it. Interesting. Interesting. You should take him by his actions, not his words, on that very thing. Because that man would get sued into the fucking <laughs> depths the of the Mariana Trench <laughs> if li- libel laws mattered in this world. Dude, I his there's so much about what he is as a human that goes against fucking whatever. I can't even the the level of rage that I have when he opens his mouth and someone, someone defends him and then someone else victimizes him in the ways he has no defensible qualities. Like if, if he were any other fucking person with any other position, this country would go stark raving mad. What quality does he have? Okay, what has he done that is defensible for the average person? I'm not talking about talking the wealthy. The, here. the wealthy, they've got plenty of redeeming qualities there. Oh, yeah, okay? Um, introduced the tax cut that paid them more. Introduced a fucking PPP loan program that went to the top 2%. Mm-hmm. Right, like plenty of redeeming qualities there. Yeah. All monetary, but redeeming in their own fucking right. Mm. The average person making 80 70, 60, 40, 50, 30, 20, 10,000 a year. That stand behind that man. Why? Like what what has he done for you that has mattered? 
It's beyond me. It's fucking beyond me. I mean, the answer is nil. Jack squat, not shit. Not a fucking thing. Here, let's 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 use technical terms. Stagnant, and then call it done. Like, because that's where you probably are. You're no better, no worse than you were, uh, except for right now. I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, and most people are probably worse than they were because they've got their tax, 100%. their tax reassessment on their homes if they were able to afford a home, and they're like, "What the fuck happened here?" Not not only that, not only that. What the fuck happened here? And aren't we in a recession? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, a recession that happened. That, that happened to us too. A recession that, if you were a fucking a real a real hard nosed financial guru, you could have helped a little bit by fucking acknowledging a pandemic as it was striking the rest of the world. And I don't know. I know there are now, safeguards that we have set in place that fucking can protect some form of our economy. Uh, but one of them, uh, right away, is fucking stopping the spread of a virus that we know nothing about by telling people to stay the fuck inside rather than open up. Let's open up business. So good business is what we do. We fucking, uh, New York's bad. That's all we know. Uh, now, Republicans Brian, are better. I, I don't want to say that I indicated some general things that could have been done to help the average human on this podcast. Mm. Mm. And we enacted zero of them. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. we're about to give it another two weeks when rents start coming due in July. Yep. Um, you're about to see a mass and I'm not talking about small. No. Unlike anything we've ever seen in this country, eviction filing, uh, uh, kicking people out of their homes based on the fact that they haven't been able to pay shit for two months. They haven't been able to pay their mortgage. That's when foreclosures can go up. Um, the courts are going to be swamped with this shit. And if, if, if it doesn't happen, I don't know how economics works anymore. Well, because- what's, what's wild is you know that, that the, the Republican leaders in this country who've been pushing for businesses to open know this That's day is coming reason. because yeah. they're trying to get people's paychecks ahead of that fucking problem that is looming, that they did nothing to stop. Yep. And, and unfortunately, the average paycheck doesn't has gone gonna- down. Yeah. And... Doesn't make up for two months of no paycheck. So yeah, uh, it's th- this problem that's coming is very real. Um, it it will not just be explained away. It will impact millions of people, and unfortunately, we have people more interested in hearing what you know Blue Lives Matter says about the latest fucking murder the fucking woe and, is me police uh, literally the woe is about me about confederate statues being torn down and military bases needing to be renamed I, you know like listen there I had very conflicting issue like thoughts on that when I saw the confederate uh, or the, 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 the military institutes in America being renamed I was like fantastic you should have done this fucking 30 years ago but we're having this discussion now why is it because it's a convenient disruption from your from your your current discourse that you cannot explain away? It's not. It's it's the so the Black Lives Matter movements in the various areas where these, I mean Fort Hood, Fort Bragg, where these forts bases reside, mm-hmm. have demanded the renaming of those bases, including the senators, including so this this is a very organic movement. These things have been around. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, if you still think Christopher Columbus was a good person, you're, you're a fucking idiot. not very, you're not well informed. 
I'm, I'm not going to call you an idiot. You no, probably here's the deal. Book. If you if you lived, I'm going back to the. I've been on Facebook a lot lately for work, and uh, my Facebook has brought up some uh, old high school people that I uh, that I have I've been I've disconnected from, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you fucking grew up in the state of Oklahoma and you think Christopher Columbus was a good dude, you can go fucking kick rocks, you piece of shit. And that's the basis. That's the foundation. And those people can fucking barely read. And I, that's those them's is facts because we rank like forty six, forty seven. Well, also. Oklahoma's Native American education is tops in the country. It is because they fucking have money to do it and they fought for that money to fucking educate yeah. their people. I don't know. It's wild. It's wild when you get fucking it, it, whatever. I mean, the fact of the matter is all you have to read is the very first journal entry that this motherfucker wrote when he got to this country. Talking about Christopher he Columbus, said, motherfucker will be motherfucker equals Christopher Columbus from the rest yeah, of this. Yeah, that's Christopher Columbus. Motherfucker is Christopher <laughs> Columbus. His first journal entry was, "Hi, we had a good meal. <laughs> they seemed like good people. Uh, they don't have guns. They they have not discovered metal. They will make good servants." Yep, that's the summation of it. Now it's obviously in old English, but. That's exactly what he fucking wrote in the West Indies when he thought he discovered America. Oh, okay? the West Indies that were named such yeah. because he fucking thought he landed in India. Exactly. So his entire viewpoint on new discovered lands was, could they fuck me up? No, they can't. They're slaves. That's how he viewed everything. So why are we giving him any benefit of the doubt? We shouldn't. He was a shitty person. He didn't discover America. America was discovered. There were people who lived here, introduced smallpox. You know, like, I just, it's, smallpox. stop stop revising history based on the victor hmm. and just start understanding that we're all in this battle together. Some of us were put so far back based on the circumstances of our family in that moment that, that's where the empathy should go. It shouldn't go to the cop who feels as though he can't do his job anymore because people people are said bad him things uncomfortable. Said bad things about that's me. not where where your 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 effort is 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 worth your time. Yeah. Like that payoff is minimal, my friend. Like it is it is <laughs> momentary. It's gonna make you feel good, but long term, this whole thing doesn't go away until you start dealing with the actual issue. Yeah. And you can you can keep deflecting to other issues. And other scenarios where you feel people are being slighted, but it'll never compare to the Native American family who's been slighted of their land for 400 years, 700 years, depending on where in this world you live. Yeah. It'll never compare to the fucking uh, black person who initially was an African and now is a black person because you took their ancestry away from them and they don't know where in this world they came from and they've been persecuted their entire time and they can't even fucking drive down the street at 65 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour zone without getting pulled over and questioned. Okay. Yeah. I saw that. That was horse shit. Uh, yeah. And that was, so, was, that was not a one-off from what I've read no. on the internet. Yeah. So, so if, 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 if you moral of this fucking diatribe, which has been going for a while and deservedly so is that if you have empathy in this moment for an individual who claims to be good within a system who does not acknowledge the problem with the system while trying 
to, to, to essentially just write a sob story, then you really need to reevaluate this. This is not about one good cop. If he was good, as he claimed, he would have gone forth and done the very minimal step of denouncing his union's position. But he did not do that. He claimed he was good. He's been fighting for social justice, but he was offended at the fact that people yelled shit at him. And he does not feel like he he can be included in any conversation anymore because people are just shouting at him and they're not in it for change. They're, you know, like defunding the police. And it's a whole diatribe of pro-police copaganda that Ooh, nice. ha- has has no it's it's got no space in this discussion. Yeah. If 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 the cop is not willing to admit that the system is wrong, the union is wrong for enforcing the system and protecting bad cops, and we need to change and change needs to, needs to start at the union level, you've got no point. It's yeah. just a sob story. And I've got no time for sob stories. Just none. None. I'm fucking done with them. It's like the fucking white people in apartheid claiming I'm not a bad white person. Fuck off. Yeah. That's not the point here. You might not be a bad person. Who'd you vote for last election? Yeah. Who That's you, what this comes down to. Who do you plan on voting for this election? Who do you plan on voting for this election? The time is done. Yeah. I don't need I don't need to explain your shit away anymore. Yeah, no, you can speak to yourself. I am not you. Yeah. And right now I'm getting fucking bunched up with you by virtue of me being white and by virtue of the fucking polls that come out and they're like, oh, white people support Trump. No, I need to make sure people understand my minority community friends need to understand I do not support this motherfucker and I will go down to the mat not supporting him. Yeah. Well, that's the point. I wanted to bring something up just based on conversation we're having here the conversation that we've had last week about uh, destruction destruction of property and voicing your opinion here's what the fuck i have to say because i've been thinking about this ruminating on it if you will and when you brought up native In americans your third stomach uh, no that is my fourth stomach but oh, okay nice i was just gonna say it's in your room in somewhere <sighs> yeah um third stomach is steven Rumen oh, is man, the that's a lot of hate, dude. You might want to let Stephen have this it's, one. <laughs> it's Stephen with a it's Stephen with a pH, so it's the worst Ooh, kind of Stephen. Boy, anyway, yeah, I think I might need two stomachs for so that. Anyway, so one thing that came to mind was: Do you remember uh, when people were talking about protesting and destroying properties, and everybody's like, "Well, they shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't be protest. They shouldn't be." The oppressor loot. was trying to define how 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 the oppressed should be coming out. And if it. you think that is the the statement that Frank just made was false, remember Standing Rock, the place in yeah. South Dakota where the pipeline like, was. Hey, trying please to, just don't take this oil pipeline through our land. You could totally divert it about five miles that way. Nope, have to go through here. Please don't do this. You want to talk about destruction of property? Take the most sacred of property that you have and you hold and that your people fucking put like that would be Catholics. Hey, Vatican City, get the fuck out of here. We're about to we're about to mm-hmm. mow this bitch down and we got some boats we need to put on display here. Think about that for two fucking seconds. And if you still believe that protesters shouldn't loot 
Uh, protesters should just be quiet and stay in and mind their curfew. Go home when when the police tell you to. When you're in full fucking volume protesting against exactly what they're trying to stop you from, you can go fuck yourself. Because think about all those people who got fucking sprayed with water cannons in like sub you know sub zero temperatures for protesting a, like to keep their sacred land sacred and not have fucking oil lines placed on them i don't care how clean the oil lines were no one wants to see the most sacred of your land defiled for corporations you can go fuck yourself speaking of corporations and defilement i want to transition a bit right now um over to the wonderful world of nascar um i'm sure most of you uh who are listening to this podcast do not follow NASCAR, but those of you who do, you know where I'm going with this. Um, so NASCAR made a statement earlier this week that they were going to ban the Confederate flag from all NASCAR events, which pretty presumpt, presumpt, presumptuous that you were going to have NASCAR events anytime in the near future. But still, I stand with you on this whole banning of Confederate flags at NASCAR events. Um, and I want to bring to you the most deadly of fucking responses on Twitter that I have ever fucking seen was this man, Ray, I'm just going to call him Ray C because I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Ray Neckbeard, okay, at Ray Neckbeard on Twitter. Um, he posted a little Twitter tweet saying, I'd like to announce that I'm retiring from NASCAR after this season. I cannot drive a car for a league that won't allow my special flag. Now, that is not the tweet that I want to call out here because that sounds like horseshit, and it is. Uh, it's horseshit coming from a, a crybaby piss, piss pants boy. Um, NASCAR's response to that is this is verbatim what they said to, to Ray, old Ray Neckbeard. We actually had to Google who you were. I'm sure your dozens of fans are real sad about your crusade to defend participation trophies, <laughs> which is. A fucking, if there was a body bag to be delivered, NASCAR delivered it to old Ray Neckbeard, former NASCAR driver. There's, there's absolutely no way that happened. <laughs> I, if, if true, that's, it's huge. I mean, if true, <laughs> that is, no, I mean, that's at NASCAR. There's, I mean, wow. <laughs> that is, that is a, that is a, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jerry the King would have been like, it's a goddamn train wreck. Oh, you mean Jr. Jr. Oh, oh my God, King! They put him through the, they threw, threw him through the Spanish announce table. <laughs> it's always the Spanish announce table. He's been put in a coffin, and the coffin's got a Confederate flag on it, King. Oh my God! I mean, that is, I'm retiring from NASCAR after the Ray Cicerelli. Yeah, that we, is, yeah, I wow, yeah, Ooh, boy. That was a Boy, bad. If there, mean, if there ever was a bad take, it is this. <laughs> did it come? Did it come with a body bag, or did they just send aloe vera and he can decide what he wants to do with his own remnants? What's hilarious is it was tweeted at eight fifty six, and this response came at two forty five, roughly. <laughs> NASCAR was they just like, ah, oh, this motherfucker. It took they, us a while. We they, get it. They literally had to Google his name. Like, what the fuck? Hey, hey, get Ted on the phone. Does Ted know about Ray? Ray who? Exactly. I gotta fucking call somebody yeah. else over there. Steve. Steve, do you know who the fuck Ray is? You don't know who Ray is. God damn it, who's this Ray guy? It's, but you know, it's, why, I, 
special flag. He even called let it me, a let special me just, flag. I, I need to collect my thoughts here just a second. <laughs> there is a passion amongst white people <laughs> for shit that lost that I don't understand oh. and I'm not associated with. Because in, in, in the South African white community, there is still a very large and passionate base that feels as though they get to, whenever they want, fly the original orange, blue, and white flag. Yeah. Um, that is, and by the way, if you do see this out and about, this is a no different than the Nazi Germany flag. No fucking different. Okay. We didn't slaughter 2 million, 3 million, 6 million yeah. uh, individuals who we did not a- agree with, but we use the exact same method and the exact same shit to enforce our belief system as Afrikaners. Okay. Yeah. And I am not ashamed to say that that is where I'm from, but I'm working every day to not be those people. Okay. And that's what I can do, but that is also my heritage. Right. So you can, you can, if you would like to live in Georgia, um, you can say that that is your heritage. That is your right. I understand. But do understand that there are consequences for claiming your heritage and not trying to change it. And it is insulting to me that you would feel more passion for a fucking statue and a fucking monument that oppressed people. And it was only put there to remind them of their oppression. Yeah. In this moment that you defend that versus understanding how that oppression psychologically affects people and what it represents. Like a statue of Jefferson Davis. Right. The ultimate fucking Judas. Do we, do we, do we also in, okay, actually, actually I've got it. Okay. This Christmas, if you believe in your Jefferson Davis, please put a Judas baby next to your Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, otherwise, go fuck yourself. Like you, you claim Judas as this it, it, Judas Iscariot as this ultimate betrayer, this ultimate individual who you know mercy was shown upon him, but what he did is the the ultimate example of how to betray your religion, right? You would never put Judas in the same fucking manger as Jesus. Why are you protecting Jefferson Davis? Why are you protecting these fucking monuments and these fucking names that do nothing but divide people? Here's what that's their only purpose. I would love to have a podcast about Judas Iscariot and exactly what Judas did. Like there was an episode. I would love to have a podcast about it because Honestly, Judas has gotten the worst rap, and if you are a follower of Jesus and of of all things humanity, Judas did is an example of the worst in humanity and is used as a scapegoat to drive that point home. There is an entire play about Judas Iscariot. It's called The Last, there is. The Last Days of Judas Iscariot that Mrs. Brian and I saw, and honestly, that was one of the prime like it was a it was a keystone moment in our relationship that really solidified um, that we could be together uh, because it it started and continues a lot of conversations about Christianity that we uh, that her and I still have today and that was 12 years ago but on top of all that 
I agree. Like if you're going to if you're going to put one up, put the other up and see how they play next to each other. If they don't play well, then you take both of them the fuck down. Okay. Uh, the other thing that that blows my mind is apparently that wasn't a real NASCAR response to racist rally. Doesn't matter. It was still fucking. Shit. It was great. That someone came up with it. Um, and it was also great that he. I'm pretty sure he actually tweeted that, which is the saddest and part I, of this. I can thing. I can 100 percent. Well, it's on Instagram, but I can 100% tell you that 90% of people did not really care if that was a real NASCAR response. <laughs> no, it was goddamn hilarious either way. Hey, if there's anything I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you the truth. So, yeah. um, so but, but is isn't it fucking funny that we're in a moment where and and to your point earlier, yeah. We're in a moment where you can you can have and people are allowing you the space as a white person specifically to have some introspection like you don't need to tell anybody anything. You can ask questions. Everybody's open to it. But by golly, in about 30 days, if you haven't moved or haven't even suggested that you'd like to move. Yeah. Hell hath fury. <laughs> like, yeah. It's 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 funny because like the choices people are making are so obvious. Like, oh, you're just gonna stand by the cops again. Cool. That's hilarious. That's really gonna be fucking funny in about ten days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, like this whole Confederate monument thing. You're really trying to protect the people who want to do enshrine slavery into this country for decades right. longer. Is that really who you're going down to the mat for like a fucking statue in Montgomery, Alabama or a fucking statue of Christopher Columbus in, uh, uh, uh <laughs> at the Minnesota state Capitol. Like that's what we care about here. No, we bring it all down. Let's stop with the Jefferson Lane and the fucking uh, Robert E. Lee Elementary School. And why are we doing this? Like, why? why, Just name it after fucking Tiger Woods. I don't give a shit. Like, just fuck off. There's there's no reason to be naming shit after people who had no purpose in life, but 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 to oppress. That's all they did. That's literally all they did. Speaking of oppression, I stand with Tucker is trending on Twitter right now, and um, that is, I'm sorry, no is, wait, Tucker Carlson. I call him Tucker Tarlson. Uh, that's oh. my name that I give him. Uh, apparently, on tonight's show, he went full white supremacist, which is tough because he was already at full white supremacist. It's full white. It's white supremacy at eleven because eleven is one more than ten. I don't know what he is saying. We're not going to play it on this podcast because Ooh, I refuse to shit. No, hold on. The the he's little, all he's already lost six advertisers in. He's only been off air for two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dumb motherfucker. Well, it's because his his Chiron that they or Fox News's Chiron they have is this has little little to do with racial inequality. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, he outsmarted himself. I do believe this is called the five-dimensional chess. Five-dimensional five chess, which means you're yeah. playing chess while sitting on an upside-down bar stool against yourself. Yeah, you're. I mean, you you really have to try. Well, I mean, do you, you though? Like, if if all you've done your entire time with a mic in your face is denounce any sort of movement a minority has ever had. Hey, I, I guess you end up at the space that this is very little to do with minorities, period. 
when white people start supporting the movement. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, you know, it doesn't take a fucking genius to figure out that if the only white people are standing behind this, that it might not be for everybody, right? Let's just, well, let's just, let's think about, let's you and I hypothesize about what this, this segment. So the segment was, um, this has very little to do with racial inequality. So I'd imagine what Tucker started off tonight's excuse cast me, excuse me. with. His name is Cucker. We will only Cucker. refer to him as Cucker. What he's, yeah, what he started off tonight with was Instagram selfies. Hmm. Okay. So this is about white people virtue signaling, because he definitely used that word. Um, and posting Instagram selfies and uh, going to protests so that they could show that they're better than the Trump supporter. And remember when they called you uh, deplorables? And remember when they indicated that you were dumb for supporting this president? This is how they're trying to prove it to you. Yep. And this is how they're trying to reinforce that you're a racist for supporting him. And that's that's what I'm imagining. Like, I'm imagining his whole line of thinking was like he went straight from, you know, fucking Instagram selfies to... They're trying to call you a racist and you're not a racist. You just don't think that, you know, police are systemically racist and all this bullshit. I fucking fuck, fuck Cucker. Fuck Donald Trump for holding his fucking first rally on Juneteenth in fucking Tulsa. And then also double fuck him for having attendees sign the <laughs> non-disclosure, like the, the uh, agreement that says they can't sue if they COVID. contract COVID-19. COVID's not a thing, Brian. But also, don't, but don't sue, sue us. Don't sue me. Don't sue me if you get it. <laughs> hey, I I, so, I know the I know the liberal lamestream media is telling you don't don't gather in large groups. That's just fake. But you can't sue. But us don't if sue you, me. You can't sue me if you get COVID. So ch- check out this tweet, and I'll 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 read it in just a second. So, uh, we love Pope. Oh, sorry, we love our Fort's hat. I guess it's okay. So no, the guy is Pope it's, Hat. It's Pope Hat at Pope Hat. Pope we Hat. love our forts hat. Yeah, I don't really understand that one, but it's Pope it's Hat. A fort. Um, they, they consider the Vatican a fort, which it basically uh, is. That's what you just said earlier. Okay, yes. I get it. I get it. Yes. So he's uh, <laughs> under the uh, I stand with Tucker hashtag. Uh, this individual said, I stand with Tucker tag. Don't yes. mind if I do. Um, and he tagged, or they tagged a uh, KKK uh, photo, which they don't iron their fucking kit, man. Well, listen, what is they going on have, here? They should not have gone with the silk on the left, is what you're looking at. I just at. don't. It's like if that, you're gonna if like, you're gonna look clean in all whites, it's got to be ironed. Like I at least take a steamer to it. You know what? I'm all right. Look all sloppy and 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 bad because that's kind of what you are in general. I, the yeah, guy on the right looks like he's wearing a fucking wide sleeve karate gi that he sewed some extra black stripes onto. Uh, that guy, that's canvas. That's canvas. That's not. That's that's gonna rough somebody. I'm up just saying. On the I inside. look at the picture outside of the racism, which is abhorrent. Do they even own a fucking iron? No, they don't. Between the two of them, they own not an iron. Anytime <laughs> I see people standing with complete clan attire with hoods and masks, and and look trying to look tough, I just I. Have you ever seen Django Unchained? Yes, I have. Okay. It's a very, 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 very gruesome, Fucked sad movie. movie. Yeah. The best part is when Jonah Hill and the rest of the Klansmen are going to ride on 
on the this black guy. They're all sitting there on their horses, and they're like, God damn it, I can't even see. The eyes are cut all <laughs> lopsided. Damn it. And they take the hats off. And they take their fucking masks off, and that one fat guy is like, damn it, my wife worked hard for those. If you don't like them, she won't do it again. And like, <laughs> that's all I think about whenever I see clan people in clan attire, is that some somebody's wife cut the eye holes uneven, so now they can't wear their mask quite right when they make their rides. It's definitely true. It's hey, definitely true. I'm, like, I, hey, listen, the, the, it's tough to the, get eye holes cut the same same height. The, the whole thing, no, but I mean, it just it, it goes to show how much of a joke that shit is. It like, is. Oh, oh, Antifa, this whole fucking group ah. that is undefined. There's no card carrying members, but the KKK comes out. They're fine people. Okay. Fuck on both, off. I'm on both sides of an argument. Yeah, fucking fuck white supremacists are fine. Who's got them. time for your bullshit? Fuck them all. Also, it should be noted that this small small town that I grew up in, a town of less than 8,000 people in central Oklahoma, had a Black Lives Matter rally over the uh, uh, this last yep. week. You know what? Went off without a hitch. They, uh, they protested a major intersection in my hometown at Main Street and uh, like a cross street, or like the main street that goes, like Highway 77 that goes through the middle of the town and or 74 whatever the fuck it is doesn't matter uh where the cvs is and the first baptist church that's where they held the black lives matter rally nice and people were very concerned because word was getting around on facebook thanks to donald trump and people like cucker tarlson that antifa was showing up at all these small towns and causing a ruckus and you know what is is the baptist church still standing Brian. Barely, but by the grace of God, Frank, but by the grace of God. Always by the uh, grace of God. Uh, what's funny is they were supposed to walk downtown, and the downtown area is literally like a block, and it's a strip, so it would have just been a walk and a turnaround. So it would have been... Brian, really, Brian, it, they were getting their steps in. They were trying, yeah, it would, it, it literally is where the mall walkers go who they can't afford gas to get <laughs> to the mall. Anyway, the, the antique store, not the Antifa store, that's very confusing, I know, but the antique store <laughs> downtown, uh, the owner was said to have been sitting on a rocking on a rocking chair on the balcony with a shotgun, making sure that no one was going to loot his goods. Oh, oh! I bet he felt like an idiot. Mighty white of you, dude. Mighty yeah, fucking exactly. white of you, you jackass. And he's talking about a bunch of white people showed up to this Black Lives Matter rally. Yes, yes, dude, dude yes. The fucking pictures from the rally, the rally, literally people standing on four four sides of a fucking intersection holding up Black Lives Matter signs. Fine. Fair. You hit a couple dozen cars at best. I'm going to be honest with you. Between six and eight mm-hmm. o'clock on a Tuesday, you had a couple dozen cars that were rolling through. And you know what? Hey, Good hey, on them. Brian, you got, you Brian, got a dozen. That Merrill Hodge 1987 card is worth at least five dollars. I do. And he's not going to lose it. You have no idea how many flower sifters that came from the 30s are for sale in that antique store. Okay, <laughs> if you're decorating a fucking ranch style home or a uh, a farmhouse style motif that you're going for, dude, those are going for dozens of Holy dollars, shit, my friend. Dude, I fucking nailed it too. <laughs> So one thing that I will I say... I got the year... Sorry, I got the year of Merrill Hodge's career correct. And I, I just want to claim that was pulled straight out of my ass. I just thought that that motherfucker looks like he played in the 80s. I'm proud of you. I'm proud God of damn, you. Did he ever play uh, in the 80s? <laughs> Frank, I will say this. There was an arrest made at the Black Lives Matter rally. And it, oh, oh, wait, wait. Hmm? Jaywalking, backtalking. Nope, nope. Resisting. Nope. Throwing nope. uh, assault of a police officer through a Dasani bottle. Nope. 
Uh, give me three more guesses. Okay. Three more. <laughs> um, running over a protester with your car. No, almost. No. Okay. Um, let's say aggravating a crowd through verbal assault. Well, actually, that one's not too far. I'm just going to tell you what it was because this is not fun anymore. Okay, so somebody pulled up to the stop sign and That's started started or stoplight and started yelling shit at the protesters, and the protesters were just like, "Dude, shut the fuck up! You, you're mm-hmm. uh, you're you're coming off real racisty right now." And they just they were said, trying to save them from their own exactly ex- because it's small town Oklahoma. They're like, "Hey, wrong side of history you're on. You don't want to turn out like those Nazi guys. They were so- wrong." We're we're in Purcell. (laughs) We're telling you this ain't cool. (laughs) Back off, buddy. We're gonna be we're gonna have to see each other next week. So let's just let's just act normal. Do you want them to take the Jefferson Davis statue in Mary's backyard? Is that where you want this to go? We don't have any Jefferson Davis statues. I understand, but I'm saying that would be in their mind, you know? Like you're like so back off, bud. So apparently the person who was yelling shit at protester at the protesters at the protester group uh brian hold on wait 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 they decided to i didn't mean to offend your hometown it yeah. was a funny joke okay yeah. it was just a funny joke we had there's some tensions that we were really overcoming and we're making great progress for small town oklahoma we had a fucking black lives matter you, rally. Did you did have the rally you did zero rally. and zero arrests and many a horn honk in support but this dude all decided was, to burn out is, is, you know it doesn't quite wash away everything you know, they there's decided, still some jokes to be had there. No, they, so they decided to burn out, and the there was police officers like at the Conoco down the street, and they were just like, whoop, the, the, the slowest Accelerating pullover. too fast, motherfucker. Yeah. Got your ass. That's a $75 fine. We'll see your ass in court, bitch. That's right. Uh, if which, you choose to show up. Uh, oh, I will say this. I told you, and I fucking wish Villem had been on the cast, but it's worth repeating as we get close to signing off here. Police chief, of my hometown, got got forced to resign after discharging his firearm in the police station. That's right, Parker. He had a desk pop. You didn't. You didn't actually say that on the cast. That was no, on our on our. It was on our trivia uh, happy hour. hour. Yeah. It was on our happy hour. Yeah, that's amazing. I was I was gonna mention that, but I couldn't remember either until. Yeah. You just mentioned it again. Yeah. Desk pop. <laughs> Uh, in dude. real life, in a brand new multi-million dollar police station that was against taxpayer will. I'll just put hey, it that hey, way. Absolute legend. Um, <laughs> I will defend that blue line all day. If if every police officer has to do four desk pops a day to take out their aggression in order to not kill people on the streets, I'm dude, down for it. Let's put fucking, a fucking... Absolutely, just, Line the ceiling with lead. Just fucking line it. <laughs> Let them go to town, and then yeah, we'll be all better off because they'll all die of cancer pretty shortly. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's you know, dude. Fucking okay. So good on Purcell for having the rally. I apologize for that cheap Jefferson Davis uh, joke, even mm. though it was fucking it hilarious. Was, it was cheap. Um, low rent. That's a low rent. Shit very right low rent joke. I mean, low barrier to entry on uh, small town rural Oklahoma. Uh, but yeah, no, good, good, good on the the Black Lives Matter protests going down. And I guess thanks Antifa. Yeah, you know, for staying out of staying yeah. out of the mix. Jokes exactly. on you, Frank. We can't even spell Jefferson Davis. So <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> 
Could you imagine though if Mary had a Jefferson Davis statue I'm in the not, backyard? I, I diverted from <laughs> and then someone came up to the guys like, dude, easy, man. Like, you know, we're trying to show support here, but she's got to just leave it, you know? Like we don't want I, I tried to adjust away from it as quickly as possible because I know a couple Marys and I'm not gonna say they don't have it. I'm just <laughs> I don't want to out them. It's like it's a, for heritage purposes. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a barrier to entry in some. Uh, I don't know. Fucking. Uh, uh, what's that? The Masons. Oh. The Freemasons. They're like, do you or do you not support <laughs> Jefferson Davis? You're like, well, what side of the Mason Dixon are we on here? Yeah. <laughs> you, you quickly look go, around. Ohio. I do not support. I do not support. Virginia, Kentucky? which one? It's in my fucking living room. <laughs> like, this motherfucker, I we touch him every day for good luck down here. <laughs> yeah, All right, this man. Is, this is absolute horseshit. Do you have anything else for us before we wrap this eve? You know, Brian, the only other thing that I had, and it's a quick one, is uh, we, we miss Parker on this podcast. And we, we thought we were going to have him tonight for a minute, and we did not. Mm. and uh we're we're going to ask him to listen to this cast and you know just make make some time for the fellas man we we gotta we gotta have some 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 chats maybe about jefferson davis and his uh uh presence in broken arrow maybe that's what we do i don't know you think we, there's a you lot know of, you you pick the topics you, you pick think, the topics think there are a lot we of can jd talk. statues up there in, in right. tulsa i, I, I know, doubt it. jefferson lanes i bet they have jefferson lanes yeah, but I mean, you know, it's for Ted Jefferson. Not, oh, yeah. He was the guy, guy who firebombed Black Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, we like we like that guy, but he lost. Yeah. Um, so we went with Ted it. instead. Yeah. yeah we you know, it's actually we all had buttons. Ted instead. Ted instead. It's fucking... Whatever. I goddamn people. Yeah, Parker, listen to this episode and let us know what you thought of the desk pop because it is goddamn legendary. Yeah, uh, and then I mean also maybe we could talk about NASCAR finally making a turn in the right direction, which Oh is rare. my god, I got it and that was funny. I'm <laughs> proud of you. I'm so proud of you. God damn, that was good. I'm in I'm on I'm on board with that one. <laughs> that's the first Chad joke you've been on board with. <laughs> um, it's it's funny because they only turn left. Ooh. So yeah, that's, I, that's the joke. I, I had to explain it away. There's some listeners that didn't get it, so I had to explain it to them. Um, as 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 we sign off uh, tonight, I damn that's loud. As we sign off tonight, I uh, want to say happy birthday, Jay. I know by the time this comes out, it's not going to be your birthday, but still happy birthday nonetheless. Uh, I hope you had a good one. I mean, it was, uh, once we get into the 30 flurfs, birthdays just fucking swing by like goddamn light poles on a highway. Fucking just goddamn coming up on them quick is all I'm going to say. Okay, so... For everybody out there listening, thank you uh, for tuning in this week and every week on No Real Left Behind. If you like what we're doing here, uh, be sure to tell us about it. We have very fragile egos, so please only good thoughts only um, over on our social media pages at No Beer Left Cast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as at NBLB Beer on Twitter. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook. We're always surprised when people message us on Facebook. Like, um, what was her name? Susan? 
who's messaging Listen, us for Susan her had good intentions. She wanted the best for her husband, who apparently she would not let have a Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, odd, odd, odd scenario. We should probably discuss it in depth later on. Yeah, but uh, Susan's husband, if you're listening. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, bro. I, I we appreciate your listenership and maybe I, let us know if you need help getting off that cricket mobile phone. I guess I don't know what the fuck situation you're in. You're listening we, to this, we, and we could have a whole Facebook demo. I guess yeah. you are it. You you're our Facebook our Facebook demographic, um, and uh, it'll be good. Anyway, thank you all for listening again. I uh, hope to be talking to you real soon, Con Parker. Uh, for Brian here in North Texas. Until next time, I am out. Yeah, I'm going to explain con to you guys, just like Brian explained my joke earlier. Uh, that's with in Spanish. Uh, additionally, Brian, you'd be happy to know that um, I, I do appreciate your cheap laugh sometimes, including that joke that was totally nailed. Um, but I did used to date a girl who was lactose intolerant, and we had to break up because she was not laughing at my cheesy jokes. I'm out. <laughs>